Hello. Hello. Soxgate, the Queen storming out, or was it in, of a photo shoot. Anton Deck, fake phone-ins, fake documentaries, rigged quizzes. It seems like you just can't trust the television anymore. Where would it all end? I mean, will you stop watching the television? Ring in and let me know. I mean, we're not like that here on Radio 4. Radio is different. We have very loyal listeners and we respect you and we would never try to mislead you in any way. So call in now, absolutely live, to me, Gary Bellamy, on Down the Line and join all the other members of the great British public who phone in absolutely absolutely live to this show 0800 068 7060 or email us at down the line at bbc.co.uk now this is not talk sport and frankly i don't know a lot about it but even i can see that as a nation we're a little bit rubbish at sport uh, let's face it we haven't done well in any major sporting event since 1966 now we're brilliant at inventing sports like uh, football rugby cricket i don't know darts um swimming did we i think did we invent swimming we probably did. We teach these games to the rest of the world, and then they go and beat us at it. It's just not fair. Uh, we're hosting the Olympics in 2012, but we won't be winning anything. So what do you think about sport? Ring in and let us know. 0800 068 7060 or email down the line at bbc.co.uk. OK, hello, you're down the line. Who's there? Hello? Hello, this is uh, Abdul. Hello, Abdul. How are you? I'm, do you know what? I'm really good. We're, we're, uh, you've got to call about the media, yeah? Yeah, I don't like the media in this country. Everything that they do is to create a bad impression of the Middle East. Right. Why do you think that? Because I think there's some kind of conspiracy going on where uh, there are so many Muslims in this country and so many people from the Middle East who are extremely, uh, we are very liberal-minded, we are, we are very reasonable people. Well, actually, uh, stuff... funny enough, I see, for example, when I watch the BBC News, I see what good things are happening in Iraq and how uh, there are improvements being made all the time. So, actually, we are getting some good feedback from the Middle East as well. Yes, but, yeah, but because that's only because that the, uh, you go into Iraq and you do... Uh, $800 million worth of damage, but then you get uh, $1 billion worth of contracts. You see, this is all a uh, big business. And frankly, that's not a very valid argument at all. I think I see a lot of these Middle Eastern people enjoying war. They wave their guns in the air, to be frank, what I see in the news, in the, in the images of news. Are you serious? Uh, uh, these reviews, which are highly, may I say, highly offensive views. These, they're these not are highly things. offensive. I'm just reacting to what I've seen on news reports. So, exactly. This is what all they show on news reports. That's all they show. They're taking it completely out of context. This is maybe somebody's party in a back garden with a barbecue, and somehow it's all over the news as if this is everybody in Iraq. This is completely wrong. Well, that's, that's my that, whole that, point. that is a fair point. I agree with you there. We never see any uh, images of uh, uh, Middle East people going temporary in bowling or playing golf? Exactly. We play golf all the time. Do you? We, you... Play, we do. We play golf. We play, you know, I would love, love you to come around my house. We, 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 in fact, we're playing Monopoly tonight. Do I would you? like to see a few TV cameras around there just to capture that we are normal people doing normal things and being demonised all the time, I think, is an absolute disgrace. Uh, so, I mean, so when you're playing Monopoly, if it's going badly for you, you might drive the car into a hotel and park lane and then blow it up. Well, you see, look, this is my friend, you know, okay, haha, very funny, you know, but this is precisely the kind of humour that we find offensive, and it's fueled exactly by the media that we are... It's fueled by the people, hang on, it's fueled by the people doing it in the first place. If people weren't driving their cars and into checkpoints and blowing them up, right, we wouldn't be able to film it or, or have this spin, because it wouldn't be happening. Do you see what okay, I mean? Okay, my friend, let me tell you this, okay? We tell have me this. bulletin in the Middle East, okay? Fred West every single day. Fred West, Rose West. That's all we see about the Great Britain. Is that, would you be happy about that? No, actually, no. I, to be honest with you, I always found Fred West a very frightening little man. Exactly. 
exactly. Well, well I know. I, I, thanks very much for your call. I, I agree with what you're saying. I understand that um, we do have a very distorted view, and not all Muslims are terrorists, like not all English people are child murderers. Thank you so much. That was my point exactly. Thank you very much for your call. OK, I've uh, got Sandy down the line. Hello, Sandy. Gary, hello. Hello. Um, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm just ringing in. Uh, I'm going to be competing for the 2012 Olympics. Yeah, Great Britain, GB, the best. What are you going to be doing? What's your, yeah. what's your event? I don't know yet. I was just ringing in to see if you had any ideas. OK, what, 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 how old are you? I'm 26. I'm an admin assistant at a printer's. You're 26. And, um, that's right. So and, um, I, well, I like to say to myself challenges, you see. I did a fun run yeah. for a children's hospice, yeah. and I ran four miles, right. and I raised £250. I was sponsored. You know, you're 26, so you'll be about, what, 31, how oh, old? In yeah. 2012. I mean, that's, you, you need to find a, a, a sort of a sport that's, you know, for older people, maybe. I mean, you're, you're getting well, on a bit. You know, air rifle, you know, can, uh, rifling. Is that an Olympic sport? Air it is, a, it is. And actually, the British are quite good at it. They, oh, they win quite often. I'll do that. How's your eyesight? Poor, poor. Um, what else? What, what other things? About, um, can you uh, ice skate? No. Um, can you... I can try. Can you uh, jump? No. Can you swim? Yes! Right. I can swim. What about synchronised swimming? Have you got, got any friends? Synchronised swimming? No. Can you throw? Yes! Can you throw the hammer, maybe? <laughs> you know, I threw a screwdriver at someone the other day. <laughs> well, let's just hope they introduced a throwing the screwdriver event and you might just win the gold. <laughs> Or probably bronze. <laughs> There's bound to be someone who throws a screwdriver better than you. <laughs> Some of these Eastern Europeans are brilliant at it, you oh, know? Oh, yes. Good point. Well, maybe that should be our official slogan for the 2012 Olympics. Britain, going for bronze. Oh! What do you think about that? Because you know what? We won't be disappointed, will we? No! Thanks very much. Bye, Gary! Bye. OK, I've got uh, Jeff Leopard on the phone. Hello, Jeff. Hello, Gary. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. You're down the line. What's your point today? I'm ringing about sport, Gary. You know, mm. we've invented most of the modern sports, and yet we find ourselves lagging behind everyone else. Like, yeah. Funny idea I've got, Gary. Wouldn't it have been better if we'd only told them some of the rules? That's a good so point. So when we played them, we could say, hang up, wait a minute, red card, you've got that wrong, that's not fair, you can't do that, and then we might be able to compete, <laughs> Gary. Yeah, it's a good point. I'm rubbish at sport myself. Really? What, why are you so bad? Are you fit? I'm not bad at boggle. Thank you very much for your call. Thank you very much. OK, we're talking about uh, distrust in the media. Are we all being taken for a ride? And we've got someone down the line. Hello. Hello there, yes. Yes? Uh, Stephen. Hello, Stephen. Yes, I mean, I don't know what we're going to do about regaining our trust in the media. And no. I, I just wonder what your thoughts were on that. I, I, don't, know what, I don't know what we're going to do about it. What, what do you think? Well, I don't know. This is, this is the question. No, I, I don't know. What, what would you... What would, what well, would I don't you... know. I mean, I'm actually curious to know what you think. I don't know. What would I think... I, I don't know. What do you um, What do you think? Well, you say ring up and ask if you have, have a question or something. So that's what I'm doing. Well, the whole point of this program is that people ring in with their opinions. You know, it's not about my opinion; it's about yours. So, what? what you don't have an opinion? No, I have an opinion, but you know, well, it's about, an special opinion. Well, but, but it's not about me, especially. It's about you. I want to know what your opinions are. No, I don't know, but I'm ringing up to find out your opinion. Okay, my opinion is. What would you do? Well, now you're prying. Then, well, well, hang on. Excuse me. No, I'm only asking what you well, think. Why do you get off asking me questions like that? But this is a, a discussion. That's what the BBC does now. Prying into personal questions. Another scandal for the BBC. No, I'm only asking. More heads to roll. Look, I'm not asking you the size of your. I'm sorry, you're asking me the size of. My... Well, I'm no, sorry, I'm not asking you that. I'm, I'm not asking you a personal. This show, talk about dumbing down at the BBC. You don't get this with Sarah Kennedy. Oh. 
OK, I've got uh, Christopher Nibs on the phone from uh, Pevensey Bay uh, to talk about the Olympics. Hello, Christopher. Yeah, Chris Nibs, Chris Nibs. Hello. You know, the Olympics, yes. Gary. Well, what's going on there? There's so much drug-taking going on. It, it seems to become just all about drugs. Uh, Nibsy here doesn't know why they don't just throw their hat in and, and, and make drug-taking an Olympic event. <laughs> <laughs> I think Britain would probably do pretty well in there. We'd probably yeah. get quite a few gold medals. <laughs> Nibs here can picture Pete Doherty there getting the gold. Oh, uh, I'm sure he could get some able support. Maybe uh, Keith Richards could get a silver. <laughs> George Michael, he likes uh, jazz woodbine, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, you know, thoughts just come to Nibsy. Of course, they'd have to do drug testing, and uh, I'm sure some people might be disqualified for not taking drugs, <laughs> for faking it. Uh, I don't think we'll seriously ever see that happen. I was just making a satirical point. Right. Nibs here wasn't seriously saying no, that we will I, I ever have you're... drug taking at an Olympic event. But, you know, why not? As I say, it's something that we British are pretty good at. And uh, I think Doherty there, he'd definitely be up for a gold, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. And maybe he could even go in for the mixed doubles <laughs> with uh, Amy Winehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Nibsy, I don't know where we'd be without you. Thanks very much for your call. Always a pleasure, GB. Never a chore. Thank you, Chris. Chris Nibs, Chris Nibs. OK, I've got Morris. Hello, Morris. How are you doing, Gary? I'm OK. Listen, right, I've mm. talked to you about all the phone lines on the TV. Yeah. What people don't realise, right, the TV is not real. The television is like a box with lights in it, you know what I'm saying? Mm. See, see if Rich and Judy, right, if they stepped to me on the street and they said, Oi, read this book, I'd probably just dash them in the head. Mm. But my friend believes, my friend buys the books because they say so. Well, they're only recommending them. Listen, right, all them phone lines, people deserve what they get. My friend, Kemlo, right, he called Babe Station. You see that Babe Station? They have girls in underwear, right? That's you, the one where they, they tease you and you yeah. ring up the number and, and they talk you to you. You got it, man. You've watched it, innit? Well, I haven't right? wa- no, I haven't watched it. I've heard of it. Yeah, OK. I don't watch Listen, listen to me. The geezer's rung up one of them girls, right, all yeah. night. He was on the phone for nine hours, and he's calling me the next day. He's going, Morris, Morris, man, she loved me, man. She's going to text me a photo of her downstairs parts, right? Mm. He got a phone bill, right, for £764, Rasta. For that much money, right, he could have taken some young beans to Paris, right, stayed in a mid-price hotel and laid with her skin on skin, for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that he could have done. Thanks very much for your call. Okay, uh, now on the line I've got Graham Downs. Hello, Graham. Hello, Gary. All right. Oh, really? No. Oh. Oh, I'm a bit upset, actually. Is it good? Why is that? Well, because this topic is coming up about whether things are real or not in the media. Mm. I mean, mate, it's upsetting to me because people are questioning you, aren't they, directly? Well, you know, to me, how important your program is and the, way, you know, the radio has I mean, been my constant companion for many years. You don't have to worry about us. You know, this is, uh, yeah, well, you know, we're, we're honest. You don't have to worry. You can oh, uh, sleep well at night. Oh, I love the baby. So I'm a pretty licensed I think it's been wonderful value for money, Gary. I agree. You know, just a radio form alone, Gary. You do but the other thing, oh, look, they're too timid. When these newspapers criticise them, my BBC just roll over, don't they? I'm not saying to them, no. Don't just stand up against them because the newspapers are most deceitful of all, aren't That's they? true, it's a good they point. They print lies and distortions every day and malicious rumours about people. And now a lot of 
the time they're not substantiated, I don't see them apologising the next no. day. No, they're not answerable to no one. No, when they do apologise, they do it in tiny little letters, don't I they? I do something wrong, Gary. Mm. It might take me some time to come round to realise I've done it. Well, I will say, look, I'm very sorry, Mum. I didn't mean to do that. I didn't realise it was the last box of sugar puffs or something like that, you know. Mm. Well, they, they won't apologise. They, I think that they're cowards, Gabby. Sorry, my, no, it's not the hardest word to say, Gabby. It's not the hardest word. I've had to say sorry many times. So, Graham, what do you think is the hardest word to say? <laughs> I'll stop it, it's that place in Wales, isn't it, Graham? <laughs> well, it's that one. Can you say it? Anti-disestablishmentarianism. You can say that. I can say that. I can't say that Welsh place, land very well. But I can say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Graham, thank you so much for your call. Thanks, Gary. Don't worry, because you've got unwavering support. I'll tell you, mate, from, from me. OK. All right, mate. See you later. Thanks see for ya. your call. Hello. Bye. We're talking about do we trust anything we see on TV anymore, and down the line we have the Pearly King. Hey! hey. Hello there. Hello. Oh, lovely. All right, so... Do you trust the TV anymore? Would you have an open sewer running through your front room? No. We don't have it on no more. Right. We're the Joanna. It's that bad, is it, the telly? The TV was brought in to replace the wireless. The wireless was brought in to replace the Joanna. Hmm. Simple as that. A piano can't lie. You can't just say that just because you play a piano and you're singing around it and you're singing sing songs. My friend, music never lies. It comes from the soul. If a man is playing the piano... That's all you're going to get, honesty. The little black and white keys. Ebony <laughs> and ivory By my side on my keyboard Whoa, Lord, whoa, Lord Why don't we? No, no, Gary, let me be serious with you. Let's, let's try and be serious That was you. a serious point, I oh, thought. Of course we don't trust people on the TV. I wouldn't trust Ant the Deck to wash my windows. Well, it'd be too short, wouldn't they? Oh, that's a good one, that. Gary, can I ask you something, my old mucker? Go on, then. Why don't you come down my way? We'll have a sing-song. No. Thanks very much for your call. OK, uh, let's go down the line. Uh, we've got Felicity Wicks on the phone. Hello, Felicity. Hello. I'm ringing up about uh, drug testing. I've been listening to your callers calling in about athletes. Mm. And um, it's my child's sports day um, next week, and he always comes last. It really does upset him terribly. Mm. He hates to lose. Yeah. Um, so I, what I wanted to know is, where can one get hold of these um, these performance-enhancing drugs? Well, Are they available over the counter? Well, I, no, I don't think they're. I don't think you should, should give them to children. Um, also, surely winning and losing, uh, losing is a part of life. And so, what if uh, if your child loses? It's just it makes him so terribly upset. I think you know, these one... drugs do have very harmful side effects, such as you can become very aggressive, your testicles shrink, your head gets smaller. My son is, is a very gentle child, and sometimes I think he needs a bit of roughing up. Children should be running around causing havoc, getting dirty, muddy and violent. But maybe child... he's not going to be a sportsman. Maybe he's going to be a, a scientist or an artist. I do doubt you... he'll amount to much. I really do doubt well, that. Well, if you've got that attitude, attitude towards him, he's not going to amount to anything, is he? He'll end up... He'll he... end up like his father, working in middle management. I doubt he'll amount to much. Come to think of it, I'd like my husband to try them too. He's very lethargic. And well, my mother-in-law, also, she lives with us. She has trouble getting up and down the stairs. If I could just 
give her something that she'd be whizzing up and down in no time and, and she wouldn't be sitting there moaning on the sofa. The dog as well, I've got such a lazy dog. You know, most dogs are excited, they want to go for walks. This dog just lies there in front of the radiator. Well, ma- ma- look, they just need some motivation rather than uh, performance-enhancing so drugs. so lazy, collectively, well, so lethargic. Thanks very much for your call. Hello, I've got Richard Teal on the phone. Hello, Richard. I'd like to talk about the media. Yeah? It's all lies. Is it? I think that we have our minds twisted by the media from a very young age. Yeah. Um, as a young boy, my head was turned when I was witness to people like the Jolly Green Giant, Ronald McDonald, the Honey Monster... And I believed in these things. And like Father Christmas, Jesus, the Tooth Theory. You very rarely saw the Jesus. Not a lion to food products. They should use Jesus more often in advertising. I suppose it would cause a lot of complaints. But if you saw Jesus drinking a nice wine or eating some corn, you'd probably eat it yourself. Carry on. I saw the honey monster. Yeah. He was laughing. His body shook and he looked at me through the screen and I wanted to be his friend. I saw Ronald McDonald laughing and I wanted to have hamburgers with him. A happy meal. A happy meal. Not a sad meal. I always think the home pride man looks quite friendly. Poke him in the stomach. Does he not bleed? No, he laughs. Right, well, what's your point? My point is, is is that how are we to distinguish from what is real and what is fake? Do I trust Anton Deck? No. Do I trust David Frost? No. Do I trust Steve Ryder? No. Do I trust Tony the Tiger? Great! No. Who do I trust? No, hang on a minute, but the difference is, you know, you talk about believing in, say, the Jolly Green Giant. That's an advert. As a child, Mm. I saw the Jolly Green Giant with his hands on his hips, laughing, and the corn was laid out before him, and I wished he was real. I wished he would carry me away in his green arms to a better place. Listen, thanks very much for the call. While I'm on, okay, the I've got Nicholas Pointner on the phone. Hello, Nicholas. You're down the line. Thank you very much. I'm ringing in about, uh, do we believe everything we see on the radio and hear on the television? Mm. But the thing is, well, there's this perceived notion that documentaries are in some way more realistic than drama. Well, they are, aren't they? But because... are they? We are led to believe they are more real. Are they inherently more real? As soon as you choose what topic you're going to make your documentary about, you are making a choice. As soon as you turn up and decide where to point your camera, you are making a selective, subjective choice. As soon as you are choosing who do we interview, Mm -hmm. as soon as you hire an editor, you are altering reality. You are altering the natural sequence of events, if there ever was a natural sequence of events. It goes further than that, doesn't it? it? Well, it comes back to our own perception of reality in our everyday life. How do we know that anything is real? It's the question that has entertained adolescent existentialists for ages, isn't it? Am I living in your dream? Are you living in my dream? No, but you're not, though, are you? But you're not. It goes back to Plato. He said, what is reality? Is this reality, or are we just looking at shadows on a cave wall projected by a flickering firelight? But people say, like, are we living in our... Is our dream the real world, or is what... uh, uh, this world now our real world well i'd never dreamed last night 
but I, I'm around now. So no, I, I get your point. Do you know what I mean? It's not very well put, but I understand what you're grasping How at. dare you? How do we know even that you're real? Well, of course I'm real. There's no way that you can prove that to me. Well, yeah, I could show you my Molson Awards. How do we know that your show is in any way real? You're not an actor. The people calling in might be actors. It may all well, be how'd... pre-recorded. Of course you it say isn't. it's live and happening now. We have no proof of that. There's the same way as I have no proof that the chair I'm looking at across the room actually really I, exists. I can, you, I can prove to you this is live. All right, then what time is it? It's uh, just gone 6.50. Well, you see, I'm looking at my clock and it's it's a couple of minutes difference. Well, that's because... How do we know whose clock is telling the real time? What oh, is the real time? Is, does time really exist? Oh. Do you exist? Do I exist? Is the whole I wish you didn't exist. In fact, I can make you construct. disexist right now. Right. I'm still here. No, you're not. I'm adjusting your head. You're not voicing my head because you're on the phone, you're hearing me through the things, and Matt pressed the wrong button. Matt, can you cut him off, please? I understand you've been in hospital for hearing voices. That's different. Let's go to another call. Hello, you're down the line. Who's there? Hello? I'd like to talk to you about the nature of reality. Are you real? Am I real? You're just putting Am on I a different voice. Right? Yes, yeah, sorry. Look, just go away, right? Thanks very much. No, I don't, not even, I'm not even thanking you for the call. Uh, I'd just like to reassure our listeners that uh, this is a real show. I am a real person, and uh, this is live, and there is no way that Radio 4 would hoodwink its listeners into putting on a, a fake radio talk programme. Right, let's take a real call from a real person right now live. It's 6.52. Hello. Hello. Oh. What's point, Olympics? What's point? Well, the Olympics, you know, it's the pinnacle of human achievement. You know, the Olympic ideals still holds true today, and all these sports are showcased in a big global event. What is the point, global event? What is the point? Oh, I don't know. I love the Olympics. I mean, I don't normally watch sport on TV, but with the Olympics, you get to see all those sporting events that you don't normally get to see. Like, I don't know, the javelin. What is the point, javelin? What is the point? Well, that was, that was a bit of a bad example, actually. I, I don't really know. Uh, well, diving? What is the point, diving? What is the point? Uh, well, what, uh, marathon. What is the point, marathon? Uh, curling or is it hurling? What is point curling or is it hurling? Um, uh, what about, well, the dressage? What is point dressage? Mm, you're right. Horse stuff is quite boring. Although, on the weekend, me and Michaela did go to uh, do a bit of point-to-point with some of her friends from uh, West London. What is point, point-to-point? I think we know where we're going with this, Khalid. Thanks very much for your call. Thank you. OK, we're talking about why the British are so rubbish at sport, and we've got a caller now. Who's there? Tony Green. Ah, you're an Australian. How are you, mate? What's your point? Look, I don't want to upset too many people here, but essentially the reason the British and ogres at sport is because they're British. What's that supposed to mean? Well, what I'm saying is I've got a number of businesses here, and essentially the British mentality is weak. You're weak-minded. Why are we weak-minded? The number of times I have seen employees under my command roll over and die in the boardroom roll over and die on the shop floor, and you roll over and die on the sports field. You just don't have it. Grit. Are you saying you've got it? Well, I think that's fairly obvious. Yeah, but if you walk into the local walkabout, which is a, it's an Antipodean pub, it's full of drunks and idiots from, from, the, from the Southern Hemisphere. I bet you that that pub before was an English pub with no customers, making no money, serving terrible food, and now it is a throbbing, thriving Australian business. And you people... Are over. Hang on, but accept they, it. Hang on, but accept it. 
We're not, I'm not Say, accepting... My name's Gary Bellamy. I am part of a dying race. No, I'm not saying that, because Say the reason... Why do you think all Say your lot are coming over here in the first place? Because it's so boring where you come Say from. my name is Gary Bellamy, and I'm part of a dying race. No, and no. no, I'm not saying it. I'm not part of a dying race. Say it. I'm not Say saying... Listen. I... Be quiet. Say it. My name is Gary Bellamy, no. and I am part of a no, dying race. No, I will not say it. Say it! I'm not saying it! Get on your knees and say, it. My I'm name not... is Gary Bellamy, I'm not... and I am part I'm not of a saying dying it. race. I'm not saying sir. it. I'm not saying it. Say it! I'm not saying it. Say it! Don't cry. I'm not crying. Come on, say it. My name is Gary Bellamy, and I am part of a dying race. Say it. My name's Gary Bellamy. Go on. Part of a dying race. That's beautiful. Now take some deep breaths. Okay, you feeling better? All right, mate, I'll see you later. Okay, um, let's go to the phones. I've got kidney specialist Gordon Fenwater on the line. Hello. A good day to you, Mr. Bellamy. Now, come along. Mm. Chin up. Yeah. Apropos of Australia's sporting achievements, yeah. I'd just like to point out that despite all their posturing, they've been less than auspicious in recent years, mm. with the possibility of cricket, at which they do excel. But mm. when we come to rugby union, they came yeah. absolutely nowhere in the last two World Cups, whereas England won and reached the final in consecutive mm. competitions. Yeah. In tennis, they are no longer the force of yesteryear, and in soccer, they have always been quite literally dismal. Mm. So much so that they invented Australian rules football, mm. which no one understands. Yeah. Shocking behaviour. A good day to you, sir. Uh, thanks very much. That, that's really cheered me up. Pip, pip. Right, I've got Oliver Cudet on the phone, who is a junior minister for sport. Wow. Hello, uh, Oliver. Thanks for ringing. Yes, hello. I wanted to ring in because part of my remit is to look after the Olympics 2012, and it's a very important thing for Britain... Yes. And it's a very important thing for our party to get it right. Of course. And the main reason I'm ringing in is because uh, we do get slightly fed up about the constant focusing on the area of drugs in sport. This is yeah. something that we really do feel is being taken hold of and is being weeded out. And certainly we, we're, we're adamant that by 2012 this will not be an issue. What no. we want to do is focus on the sport. Yeah. The sport is what's important. Absolutely. But these days, I mean, drug taking in general isn't really a big deal anymore, is it? We all know someone who's done it. Yes, of course we do. We all know people who've taken drugs. Yeah. But obviously the area of drugs in sport, this is different. Yeah, do you know people this who've taken drugs yourself drug. then? Let's face it, we live in the modern world. Let's yeah. not all go around pretending, oh, people don't take drugs. No. Let's be serious about this and honest about this. Yes. It is of good to be honest. Of course I know people yeah. who, who have taken drugs. You have. When, and what, at university or something like that? Certainly at university, uh, there was a lot of that going on, obviously. It's what, yeah. what a lot of young people do. Yeah. Did you ever take drugs yourself, or did you join in? Um, at, at university. You took uh, drugs at university? I did. Well, I must confess. Well, let's face it. I'm human. I was young. At university, I did, um, I did experiment with marijuana. You took marijuana, you smoked dope at university? Like everybody else, yes. Like I everybody did. else did. So everyone at your university was smoking, don't well, you? Not everyone, one but I, I was. And so. did you inhale it? Yes, I did. So you, yes. Right. I mean, let's not pretend all these people are saying, I smoked it, but I didn't inhale. We all know that they did. There's no point in, 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 in trying to pull the wool over people's eyes. I'm normal. I inhaled. Uh, yeah, and obviously, um, probably like everyone else, you didn't just start at marijuana. You experimented with other drugs after yes, that, too. Yes, Yeah, there was a little bit of that. So you did take a, harder a drugs. Um, a well, uh, on one occasion... You're ordinary. ordinary. I mean, a lot of ordinary people, to be fair... Yeah, let's have... face it, politicians are, are ordinary people. Yeah, what was it, cocaine, heroin, an E? Yeah. Yes to what? 
All of them. You took all of them? Well, not at the same time. Well, thank God for that. Did you snort the cocaine? Yeah, yeah, yeah I... Are you injecting? Well, a little. Did you freebase? <sighs> perhaps I shouldn't have made this call. No, perhaps you shouldn't. I mean, it's great to have a politician speaking, you know, with such honesty. It's very refreshing. But I'm guessing tomorrow's newspaper headlines are going to be saying, Oliver, whatever your name is, is no longer junior minister for sport. Thanks for your call. Uh, thanks for all of your calls. And that's it from Down the Line tonight. Good night.